morning and welcome to our pastorate worship, the worship of the Warrington URC pastorate this first Sunday of Advent. Uh, as a reminder, can you remember to mute yourselves when you're not speaking and also to put yourself in speak mode if you're with us on the on the screen? So that way you'll be able to see those who are speaking during this morning's worship. As we gather this morning, we embrace and claim the darkness that has been present both in the world and in our lives. As people who are familiar with the darkness, we also know that as we gather to be illumined by the light of the Christ child this Christmas season, may the hope of the Christ child sustain us through this darkness, that together we may shine again. I'm going to ask Kate if she would kindly light the Advent candles for us this morning. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, when I was asked to do this lighting of the Advent candles by Thomas Risley, the challenge was to find an Advent candle that could be passed around safely and was COVID friendly. And I came up with the idea of using uh, pieces of wood from a cross. If you could just pop that back up, Beverly, if you can. So those those of you who can see a screen will all will see that I have five blocks of wood and they've been placed in the shape of a cross. Um, it seems appropriate because the birth of Christ was the beginning of a journey to the cross. And also it enables four parts of this cross to go out to our four churches. The one remaining one, the fifth piece, just reminds us we're part of something greater. Um, and there are five white candles that would eventually be lit uh, but I'm going to light the red ones to start off. So hope, peace, joy and love are favourite themes for Advent and this candle lighting service for worship is based on those themes and celebrates them as gifts we receive as well as gifts that we give to others through the work of the church. I'm going to ask Dave to do our reading. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and knowledge of every kind. Just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gifts as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you in the end, so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord Jesus is coming and we are preparing to welcome him again into the world and into our lives. We light the Advent candles to celebrate the gifts we are given and to name the gifts that we can give to <laughs> others. 
Paul reminds us that in Jesus we have been blessed in every way and we can be a blessing to others. And these are words of great hope. So I'm going to light the first candle of hope and you will hear me light a candle for each church. So I light a candle of hope for Lynn. For St. John's. For Elmwood Avenue. And for Thomas Risley. And I'm also going to light one for the Christians across our world. So for the worldwide church. Today, as we look at this candle, we remember loved ones that we have lost. And we celebrate the hope that we have received in Jesus. We also recognize that we ourselves are a gift of hope to many in our communities and our world. And so we say a prayer together. Loving God, as we remember and anticipate the arrival of Jesus in the world, we rejoice in the gift of hope. Help us today and every day to be grateful, to hear your word and to do your will by sharing hope with others. We ask it in the name of the one born in Bethlehem. Amen. Thank you. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus calls to us. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lonely and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We're now going to be led in prayer. Let us pray. God, it is nearing Christmas, but the shops are quieter than usual. Families feel far apart. Hugs seem to be in decline. Yet the radio still play carols. Amazon deliveries still happen while small shops close. Today, we pause to remember the Christmas story. How you came as a baby. How you know what human life is like. God, hear us. We come seeking healing for ourselves and others. We come looking for forgiveness. We come looking for love. Meet us, God, in the words of the Bible, in the words and lives of our friends and neighbours. Meet us and hold us in love. Amen. Let us sing together, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Amen. 
tears, because we believe that you value our lives, chaotic or incomplete, and through us are bringing your new life into being. We feel your compassion. We respond to your covenant. We know your steadfast love. Yes, we will sing. We come to the part of our worship this morning. We have the liturgy of remembrance. So I ask Fiona for our first candle to be lit and for Fiona to lead us. Thank you. We light this first candle to remember those whom we have loved and lost. We pause to remember clearly their faces, their voices, their bodies. We embrace and give thanks for the memories that bind them to us in this season of expectation when all creation waits for the light. We remember them with love. May God's eternal love surround them. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captivity. 
Israel, that mourns in lonely exile here, until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O We light the second candle to remember the pain of loss, loss of relationships, loss of trust, loss of jobs, loss of health, loss of faith, the loss of joy. We acknowledge and embrace the pain of the past, O God, and we offer it to you asking that into our wounded hearts and open hands you will place the gift of peace, shalom. We remember that through you all things are possible. Refresh, restore, renew us, O God, and lead us into your future. Oh, come the wisdom from on high, who dressed all things mightily. To us the path of knowledge show, and teach us in her ways to go. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. We light this third candle to remember ourselves this Christmas time. We pause and remember the past weeks, months, and for some of us years that have been heavy with our burdens. We accept and lay before you, God, the sharpness of memory, the sadness and grief, the hurt and fear, the anger and pain. We accept and lay before you the ways we feel that we have fallen short and the times we have spent blaming ourselves and you for all that we have suffered. We accept and lay before you the time we have walked alone in darkness and in knowledge of our own mortality. We remember that though we have journeyed far, and that while lost we may have turned away from the light, the light itself has not failed. We remember that though winter be upon us, and though the night be dark, with the turning of the wheel, the dawn will come, and dawn defeats the darkness. Oh, come thou day spring, come and cheer our spirits by thy 
advent here. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadows put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. We light this fourth candle to remember faith, the gift of light and hope that God offers to us in the story of Christmas, which also began in abandonment, insecurity and humbleness in a poor stable. We remember that the loving God who came to share this life with us promises us comfort and peace. We remember the one who shares our burdens, who shows us the way to the light and who journeys with us into all our tomorrows. Oh, come, dear sad of nations, find in one the hearts of all mankind. Bid then our sad division cease, and be thyself our King of peace. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. And now an invitation. God knows us. God knows what delights us, what makes us smile, what makes us sad. During our next song, you're invited to use the star that you have received this week. You may wish wish to write on it, perhaps names of people you care about or miss on the star. You may wish to write something you have lost this year on your star. For example, the chance lost this year on your star Oh, sorry, I mixed that up. The the chance lost this year on your star, for example, the chance to attend a wedding, a funeral, a baptism or a job, even your health. This year has seen many losses for many people. You prefer to you may prefer to leave it blank. But you're invited to go and tie it on to your own Christmas tree or decoration or somewhere special as a symbol of placing yourself and those you love into God's safe keeping. If you've chosen to prepare a star for your window, please take this time to place it there. And as you return, you're invited to light the candle in your home as a symbol that we each carry the light of Christ with us. It is there to sustain us, 
to guide us and to be a light to our paths. We have each brought burdens to this space, but we dwell now with the reminder of the light of Christ, a light that no darkness can extinguish. soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's a light for a look at the Savior, and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes wonderful faith and the things of earth will grow strange down in the light of his glory and grace through death into life ever of love lighten our darkness and let hope rest in our hearts amen this morning in the midst of reflecting on our own stories we gather together to hear the stories of our faith and we listen to those now from the gospels of john matthew and the book of 1 John. The first In the beginning week- was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, 
but the darkness did not overcome it. The second reading is from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 11, the visit of the wise men. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people of Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, treasure chests, sorry, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The third reading is taken from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. From the very first day we were there, taking it all in. We heard it with our own ears, saw it with our own eyes, verified it with our own hands. The word of life appeared right before our eyes. We saw it happen. And now we're telling you in most sober prose that what we witnessed was incredibly this. The infinite life of God himself took shape before us. We saw it, we heard it, and now we're telling you so you can experience it along with us. This experience of communion with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. Our motive for writing is simply this. We want you to enjoy this too. Your joy will double our joy. This, in essence, is the message we heard from Christ and are passing on to you. God is light, pure light. There's not a trace of darkness in him. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Our call to worship this morning included God's call to us to come to me when we find ourselves in those difficult places of our lives. He tells us, I will give you rest. My burden is light. I don't believe that this means that our lives were meant to always be perfect. Our lives are not always going to be easy. But I think that it is important to know 
that even in the midst of those times of struggle, God is asking us to come to me. This morning and throughout the season of Advent, the hope of those words is more symbolised in the light of candles. We have already lit so many candles during our worship today. We speak about light, read the words of John's Gospel, knowing that Christ is the light we see shining in the darkness. John's Gospel does not tell us that there is not darkness, because there is. Neither does it tell us that the darkness is turned into light, but rather in the midst of the darkness, there is light, and the darkness does not overshadow or overcome the light. However heavy our burden, however dark our circumstances, there is Christ's light. We use candles because they are a great symbol of this. As we light a candle, we can see a glow of light around that candle, and the darkness retreats. The darkness does not disappear but it does retreat. As we light more candles, we come to understand that the light of the first is not diminished as we light the others. In fact, it does not lose any of its original light, but rather the other candles only serve to add to the light. God is much like that first candle. God brings light in the midst of darkness of this world, the darkness caused by grief, suffering, anxiety and confusion. And no matter how often we come to the light, this light is not dimmed. It is always there for us. God calls us to come to me. And so as we do, we let that light of God's peace, comfort and hope take a light in our souls, even as we struggle. We heard the story of the wise men following the light of the star of Bethlehem, a symbol of God in the dark night sky, a light to follow, a star which speaks of hope, a new king and a new kingdom. The kings follow the star to God's own son. Our stars this morning can symbolise our hope too, as we use them to seek out God in our own moments of darkness as we use them as a way to meet with God and to rest in his light and his love. As Christians, our church traditions have included the star of Bethlehem, the star of hope for many years. Today at Christmas time, we remember the story of the star of Bethlehem and the wise men as we hang stars on the top of our trees, have star-shaped lights and candles. Whilst training for ministry, I trained alongside many different denominations, including those from the Moravian Church. It was from them I first learned of the Moravian Star, and this morning I'd like to share some of their stories with you. In the Moravian tradition, stars have a very special place. They are part of the whole journey of Advent. Houses hang these stars at the start of Advent to symbolise the Bethlehem Star that journeyed ahead of the wise men. Their tradition says they must be hung where those outside of the home can see them too. So 
I'm going to share with you my Moravian star that's hanging in my kitchen window as we speak. In the Moravian tradition, stars have a very special place and a very specific shape and includes traditionally 25 points. The exact origin and reason behind the Moravian star varies a little depending on who you speak with. Some will tell you that it was a maths challenge set by a maths teacher in a Moravian school, while others say that it came from other ob origins. Whatever the case, these beautiful Advent stars originated in Germany. They are known as Herrhutter stars in most of Germany due to the fact that they are all produced in a tiny star factory there. They are a recognisable sign for being a Moravian Christian, as well as being a symbol of hope. One story that I can share with you, thanks to Sister Claire, a minister in the Moravian church, is that one Advent, a Moravian came from the Caribbean to London. He knew no one and wandered around the city for several days. Finally, he spotted a Moravian star at a house. He knocked on the door and was welcomed in by Moravians to share their feast of their evening meal. I love this story because I can relate to it today as a simple reminder of the star over Bethlehem, which, yes, is a symbol of where Jesus was born, but also a symbol of hospitality, too. The star over Bethlehem showed a place where Christ was allowed to be born and welcomed. For many Moravians, the star is about declaring yourself a home, ready to welcome people, to be hospitable and declare hope for people in need. In 2020, with COVID restrictions, this can be trickier to do, but it can still speak of hope and be used to shine out the intention to be hospitable, however that may be possible this year perhaps taking food to food banks or donating to homeless charities, supporting charities such as WODAC or phoning a person who lives alone. So whilst the Moravian star is primarily seen as a light, light source of hope, shining towards Jesus, its interesting shape speaks of something more. Unlike many of the stars we will see at Christmas, this star, with its many points, deliberately points all over the place to deliberately point out that Christ is intended for all over the globe, not simply in one direction or in one part of the world. If you're shining a light out in your home like that, it becomes a beacon guiding people who may need it. This is the key purpose of those stars. Our hope is not to be contained inside our homes or for ourselves, but to go far beyond it. The words from 1 John speak of God being pure light and of the joy the Christian community received in sharing the news with others. This year, which has been for so many in issue, which for so many in our communities will feel places of darkness, we can share a symbol of God's light. This year, as a pastorate, we're offering stars of hope to our community, placing them in our windows, in our community buildings together in prayer stations with our, their own stars of hope, decorating our church gardens and the front of our churches with lights and stars and giving away stars of hope to the community, knitted and crocheted amongst many others. Each of us can place a star votive in our windows to shine out into the darkness of our streets. 
In these ways, we are declaring ourselves messengers of hope, found in God, that we are, we are sharing his invite to everyone to come to him this Christmas. Let us pray. Christ of the cosmos, living word, come to heal and save. Come from the depths of eternity, unfolding the purposes of God. Come from the dawn of time, shaping the universe. Divine expression, mystery made known. In your quiet, hidden ways, come to heal and save. Incognito in our streets, beneath the concrete, between the cracks, behind the curtains, within the dreams, in ageing memories, in childhood wonders, in secret bonds, in broken hearts, in Bethlehem stable, still small voice, word of God amongst us. Come to our divided world, O God, watch over those who work or weep this night, or both. Give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, God. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying and soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for thy love's sake. Amen. We sing together our final song, Shine, Jesus, Shine. of the world shine upon us set us free by the truth you now bring us shine on me shine on me shine Jesus shine fill this land with the Father's glory blaze spirit blaze set our
Before I ask everyone to unmute themselves so we can share the grace, just let let everybody know that we will be having breakout rooms for about five minutes at the end of the service. So please stay and speak with each other and share your stories of Advent. Okay, could you all unmute yourselves now, please? You may like to go back to gallery view as well. Yes. Well, that's good. May the grace, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all, forevermore, forevermore. Amen. Amen.